and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. This is episode number 22 and I'm here with Jenny. My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and we record every Thursday evening. So Jenny, hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No, no problem. It's a pleasure. So Jenny, tell us all about your business and what you do. So my business, it's an interior design studio. Um, I set up my company called Lomax & Chi about three and a half years ago now. Um, Before that, I was working for a very prestigious company in London, doing the big five days a week, commuting, traveling, working on some of the best hotel and spa designs in in the world for some of the biggest name hotels, which was fantastic. But after I had my first son, I was sort of home on maternity leave thinking, how on earth am I going to manage to do that after I go back to work? Um, And luckily, my co-director, Chi-Chi, was having the same thoughts on her maternity leave. And um, so we met up and we were just sort of chatting throughout throughout the day. And by the end of the day, we decided to have our own company Um, and we were thinking of names. So uh, it all kind of went from there. And um, yeah, so far, so good. So the chi part of it is quite obvious, but where does the Lomax come from? So Lomax is my maiden name and slightly easier to say and spell than my married name, Tresiri. Um, Which I didn't even try and pronounce, so yes, I'm (laughs) so with you on that one. (laughs) Um, And also I kind of figured that in my career so far, everyone kind of knew me as Jenny Lomax. So I thought it would probably stand out as a bit uh, sort of a bit better to ex-colleagues and you know any networking that I already had um, so yeah we we thought Lomax and Chi had a, a real ring to it and um, we've actually had some really good comments on the name so um, I'm glad we went with that one. No I love it it's a great name definitely so oh I can hear a baby so baby crying on cue that's all right husband's course. on duty. No brilliant <laughs> so tell me about the children then seeing as they've introduced themselves how many do you have and how old are they? Uh, so I've got two boys who are four and three months and one and three months so um bang on three years apart um yep two boys and a husband destined for a life who is uh, who is an extra child (laughs) exactly um so yeah no it's i love being a mum um but yeah work is my little bit of respite and a little bit of me that i try and maintain because um yeah they do take over your life (laughs) Yes, they do. Businesses take over your life and so do children. So do children. So how do you how do you do the balance? How does it work um, for you? Well, I work I try to work three days a week, um, when they're at nursery. But as always with your own business, it's any time, any day of the week, whatever works, whenever you need to be finding clients, you need to be there. Um, but I do find working for myself is the most flexible thing and I think having a business partner that is in the same boat is absolutely vital because we just understand each other we understand the needs of you know the children and um we're flexible really we make it work for ourselves and we don't have to answer to anyone so it's fantastic really oh i know i love asking the boss whether or not i can do anything denise can you do this (laughs) yes absolutely yes i can fit that in of course Exactly. So, uh, yeah, and there's just no judgment between us. We work, we work together, and we know we both um, we're both very driven, and we're both very proactive. And it just sort of it was a, it was a good partnership, I think. 
yeah fine surveyors there's me and claire and we have a very we are very different with the yin and yang to each other um you know her strengths are my weaknesses and my strengths are her weaknesses so it works completely yeah like a perfect puzzle is it the same for you guys um, well, no, totally. And we we always we actually worked together in London before, um, so we knew we'd worked together on a couple of hotel projects. We knew we worked really well together. Um, and weirdly, I trained doing interior architecture, so I've got more of the kind of technical space planning and um, rena- sort of, I guess, constructional knowledge side of it. Um, and she came from more of the furniture fabrics sort of styling side and um but now that we've set up together and we find that we're literally mucking and doing every bit of every job we've almost switched and we find that now i enjoy doing all the kind of concept design the fabric schemes like pulling all the sort of styling together and she's loving doing the space planning so it's quite nice really because you know we've developed our skills and sort of taught each other and now we find that on any project we're working on we can kind of dip in and out and we can each take care of sort of different aspects of it so um I think in that way it's been really like it's helped develop our skills as well because I never thought like doing all the sort of more structural side I never really had the confidence to do the fabrics and the kind of styling side of it and um, so I, th- I feel like we've kind of developed each other's skills along the way, which is lovely. Yeah, no, it's it's great when you kind of can do that connected knowledge thing where there's, you know, you're you're taking some of that person's influence to kind of um, improve the business as a whole. I, yeah. I, I love that side of having a partnership. So what sort of projects are you working on at the minute? We have, uh, so we've got a mix of projects and locations. We've, I think we've mainly focusing on private residential at the moment um we've got a fantastic one we presented last week which is actually in st albans um and it's a five-story townhouse really lovely period victorian property and um the client's sort of similar age to us she's got a small family and what we found we quite often get feedback that the clients like the fact that we've got children and we can design a scheme that's going to look beautiful but also be really durable and it doesn't have to cost the earth it's kind of finding things that are going to work for a well take the bashing that kids are going to give it for, for that sort of age and you know equally make it look beautiful so um that's a fantastic one and i don't know if, do you know hillary um that recommended me to be on this no a, so. um, a friend of mine Hillary I'm doing her house um, she's got a ground floor well she's got a terrace property on Cavendish Road and um, I'm doing a sort of ground floor side extension for her which is going to be this really beautiful glazed um, modern um, extension and then oh, a nice. first floor bathroom so we sort of reconfigured all the ground floor layout um, and just hoping it's out of planning at the moment. So um, it's kind of waiting on that. Um, and once hopefully we get approval, we can sort of get cracking on the kitchen design, the bathroom design and all the finishes. So um, that's oh, a, that sounds fab. That's I'm a too... fingers crossed one at the moment. Yeah, I'm two years into a complete house renovation and uh, live in... <sighs> hovel at the minute so you know I I can't wait to get to the stage where we can start doing some sort of interior design I will be picking your brain yes absolutely are you um, are you living in the property while you're doing it or yeah 
yeah yeah Always I know difficult. doing that and dry January at the same time probably not the sanest thing the I've ever done <laughs> no wasn't thinking that one through <laughs> but you're not doing dry January so what are you no, doing today no I'm probably drinking more than I normally do for January because you know it's such a whim <laughs> it really know, is I yeah. know <laughs> oh, but I'll be back on it on February thank goodness back for that on it soon <laughs> but yeah so um as, as well as those resi ones we've got uh, we also love doing um some commercial office space design as well which has kind of come through sort of word of mouth really we got a, a project my best friend's husband um works for this really quick well it's a tech company that is doing the automation for driverless cars so they're quite oh, a wow. small startup totally different to my brain but um they're quite a small startup company um but they've got offices throughout over the country and um, we started last well a couple of years ago we did their Cambridge head office and then they were like oh can you do our, it was really cool kind of um tech uh, sort of quite um oh I guess industrial modern industrial style um oh, and, I love that um and then they were like oh, oh would you be free to do our Cambridge uh, our Edinburgh Bristol london offices as well and we were like yes please thank you <laughs> so um so yeah that was uh, kind of unexpected but we found that we really enjoyed doing that as well so we sort of got two two wings at the moment that we could two directions we could go in um but uh yeah at the moment it's a bit of both oh no it must be great being able to kind of you know have different clients doing different things and being i love my business that I get to do a different thing with a different client every day and there must be every a, an element of that from you yeah absolutely absolutely and like every project has all the different stages so you know we start off and we do all the space planning the concept design and then you might have a break while it's on planning and um also while you're get, getting you know we we meet the contractors we get the um, tender documentation done so that's quite a technical drawing side of it and um so there's always different aspects to work on but but also there's gaps in projects so it's kind of slotting in projects into each other to yeah. kind of fill our time and that's that's one of the hardest things it's kind of making sure we've got enough work on to keep us busy but not that we're just suddenly inundated with work and we're like oh my god we're only working well I work three days Chi works four days so we kind of I'll probably have to up it to four days once Sam starts school and it kind of um, gets a bit more manageable so so what's the future for the business um well so we have at the moment we've got an office in Caledonian Road uh, we were very lucky when we set up um Chi-Chi's husband works for a production company and he owned the office space there so actually that was our first project we we renovated the office there and so it's become like a showcase for when we get new clients we can do presentations there and that's kind of like oh look this is a project we've done this is what we did so um so that's been really good um but it also it opens up doors to sort of London work um but I um I tend to work two days from home and one day in London so I think my aim over the next year I think now we're we're both so we both had two kids we're back to work we don't want any more kids and we're kind of ready to give it our all from you know from this year so my big plan is to kind of get more local work and to really tap into the St Albans area and like 
God, there's so much renovation work going on. And, you know, we've got one or two projects there at the moment, but I would love to get more local work and kind of start from, you know, hopefully word of mouth and um, see see where it takes, really. Um, yeah, well, we're, we're constantly working with, um, obviously, just commercial, not residential, but I can, I definitely got, I've got lots of friends that are doing residential work, so I'll, I'll pimp you out like a pro with yes, that one. But this is you, why we're we do dealing these with, things. <laughs> exactly. But we're dealing with um, commercial um offices and uh, hair salons and things like that oh, all sad. of the time so yeah we will let you oh know. absolutely I mean yeah. I, I really miss doing spa design that was my thing when I, when I was well, working that's at what Fox I'm moving Hinton. on to I want to do everything because <laughs> I am definitely a spa girl love oh I love it a spa day so what sort it. of places did you design um, so I was very lucky when I first um, when I first joined Fox Hinton Associates I think it was like 2007 um, I was quite a junior designer at the time and I joined to go on to a project that they, they couldn't tell me everything about it at the time but it was oh it's this wonderful um, hotel in Ascot it's got stable conversion it's a mansion house and you know, there's going to be a spa and I joined the company and thought fantastic this sounds really good and um, and then it turned out to be for the Dorchester collection um, Cowarth Park and um, so and you know a year into the project they were like oh you know you seem a bit frustrated just working under the team to doing the hotel would you like to take on running the spa and I was like yes oh my god I like it was kind of part of me was like wow how can I run that at this point and part of me just thought of course I've got to what you know why not if they're giving me the opportunity and um so yeah I kind of took it from there and ran the spa with a different team it was a different architect and um structural engineer and it was a complete sort of eco build new build um it was going to be sort of complete tim- well it did end up t- timber construction it was absolutely like fantastic building and um and yeah we so I completed that 2013 and that still is probably the most iconic project I feel like I've worked on but it stood me in massive stead for like all the projects I've worked on since and it's just kind of incredible to have been part of that team and um, everything I learned doing it um, and then I went on to do a Raffles Hotel in Warsaw um, we never actually complete, completed the um, installation but I worked on the spa concept for that um, and I think uh, I don't think I've done any other spas since. But Is it something yeah, that you'd like to do again? I'd love to do absolutely. Yeah. I was a bit gutted when I found out Sockwell House was all completely done and recently, yeah. and I was like, oh, I could have got in there and done. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, it would have been nice to do a local one. I've um, <laughs> I've been doing my 2020 plan and my 10 year plan, and I was looking at um, Sockwell House's um, membership program, and I was like, that's going straight on the list absolutely quite fancy <laughs> being a little member there <laughs> that was my that was my little day spa like yeah getaway when uh, I needed a bit of break from the kids so uh, that and Champneys as well Champneys yeah. drink need to, need yeah. to visit there again <laughs> yeah they don't they don't allow as much um, Prosecco as I require uh, on a spa day but yeah <laughs> But, but yeah, I should do it in dry January, actually. That would be mm. quite helpful, wouldn't it? I should have yeah, exactly. today. Mm. Embrace it. So <laughs> when you're not being a mum or designing amazing places, what are you doing? 
oh gosh going to spa um it doesn't it doesn't leave much more time in my life i have literally a crazy existence of being out in the woods and on as much as possible in the park with the boys and um yeah i've started to realize that i do need to just like try and have a bit of downtime in the evenings and maybe read a book again or like have a bit of time to myself but um but yeah well, my kids I, um, are 11 and 12 now and i've not managed to re- no, start reading again yet, yet so the thing is at least my job is my hobby and my passion so like i don't feel like i need sort of more than that really i feel like what when i am working i'm doing what i want to do that's and, like, what i, I love... absolutely adore about my business that every day i kind of it's, go there and i love like what work. i do yeah yeah especially working with a partner you've always got someone to egg you on and like one week I'm a bit more driven the next week Chi Chi is and it's just it just pushes pushes us along and like yeah every time we get a new project in we're just really like grateful that we are doing our own thing and you just like really keeps you going really yeah 100% um, so what's your ideal client then if you closed your eyes and look at somebody walking through the door who is that person I, so I it doesn't have to be the highest budget. I think actually it's more challenging when it's not. Um, I love working on, I was thinking about it the other day because I was thinking what would I buy if I had my ideal home. Um, it's one of two. I love period Victorian properties where you've got the grandeur and all the architectural details. And I love putting like really bold color into those and kind of just injecting that's why I like doing residential design because you're working with someone and you're bringing their personality into their home so it's kind of helping them sort of sometimes you know they they know what they like but it's just helping them hone what they like and how they can express that in the interior um so I'd say like a, a big Victorian property or a country kind of stone cottagey feel in the Cotswolds which you're making much more contemporary on the inside and you're kind of giving it that slightly more classic modern feel so you like the yin and yang of design yeah like I like a bit of everything really I'm not so keen on modern builds even I say that I live in a modern house at the moment but um it's practical but um I do I like the history of the more yeah more traditional houses I think yeah yeah me too I I um I haven't got a modern build, but it definitely hasn't got the period features that, I, that I'm after. Yeah, um, one day, one day we'll. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I was just thinking that. I was thinking, actually, I'd already decided that this this will do, do me because, you know, I I can pay the mortgage off easily and live a nice life and I don't have to ever think about it again. And by the time I've paid the mortgage off, the kids are at uni and... Uh, and then just saying to you, well, actually, I'm not really in this house that I love. I was like, oh, oh maybe, maybe I will buy another one. <laughs> I'm dreaming of the next project. I think my husband and I did a, um, a small terrace renovation in St Albans when we first bought together. And um, that was really fun because we literally did all the prep and all of the like tiling and everything ourselves. Um, I haven't got time for that at the moment. But um, yeah, I think once once the kids are at school and I've got a bit more time on my hands, I'd definitely like to get my get my teeth into another project. Oh, exciting! Would you uh, whereabouts would you move to this for this one? Oh, don't ask that. That's too confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It would have to be a second home that we'd we'd somehow 
be rich enough to, to buy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's also something that's on my 10-year plan. Cause, you know, <laughs> you go big plan. or go home. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, of course. Well, I've got 10 years to fill it in, haven't I? Yeah, exactly. So if you had a 10-year plan, what would be the top of that list for you? So, oh gosh. Yeah, I'd definitely buy a second home, a big pad that I could renovate in the countryside, probably down in Cornwall. That's where my husband's from. So we've got that sort of always in the back of our minds. Um, I would grow the business, I think, because at the moment it's Chi-Chi and myself and it works because we kind of, we know that we know everything about all the projects and we're doing it all ourselves. But soon if we get more projects in and we're suddenly even busier, we can't just do it all ourselves. So I think our plan mutually would be to kind of start get, getting some staff and training them up and being able to kind of share the load a little bit. And um, yeah, sort of bringing in, like you're bringing in more skills then as well, aren't you? It's kind yeah. of um, complementing our skills. And, um, and that way we could totally, at the moment we kind of, we bring in enough work that we can take on, but I think we can push that now. Now we know that we're sort of done on the kids, done on the baby front, and a uh, <laughs> bit of time to push our own uh, own interest as well. Yes, so, the, yeah. the thought of having more babies is just <laughs> not for me. No, I am done and dusted. Have you got you. two? I've got two and a stepdaughter, and there's nine months between them all, so it's oh, wow. very very condensed energy of 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 teens and preteens and it's enough to realize that you just don't need any more of that yeah <laughs> and they're all girls as well so you're gonna have that boy uh, we've got boy energy boys. we've got all the the girl hormones rocking yes. about this house <laughs> no no madness so what else do we need to know about your business how can people get in touch with you so we've got our website which is www.lomaxandchi.com our logo is ampersand but website you have to have and so um check out all our projects on there at the moment apart from the sort of work in progress um we have recently signed up to house.com which is a marketing tool so that will hopefully bring us some more business over hertfordshire and north london I say that, but we're willing to work anywhere, really. We're doing a house in France. We're doing oh, a place lovely. in Edinburgh. So anywhere that we can kind of get to and from in a day or so is perfect. Um, and um, we've also, we're um, members on Design For Me, which is another kind of connector um, to find clients and um, put clients and projects to interior designers. Um, but I would say every, you know, every PR and opportunity is worth a shout. So we would be happy to offer any connections from your podcast a discount. Um, uh, we normally charge, we charge all our work on an hourly basis and our standard rate is £80 an hour. But any inquiries that come through this, we would offer £65 an hour. So, oh, that's um, cool. Thank you. You included, you included. Oh, so, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, the end of this year, I will be on a board. Absolutely. And also, like every project, the first con um, first consultation is always free of charge. So basically, we, you know, we 
come to the house, we meet you or client and we talk through all of everyone at the moment because Pinterest is so big these days, everyone has their like sort of start of ideas and mood boards and things, which is really helpful. Um, so we always sort of start with that and come and talk through initial ideas about what we think could be done. And that's all kind of in the first consultation. And then we go from there doing sort of all the stages of stages of the project and um it depends some some projects where we literally sign up for a room rate and we say we'll just do your living room if that's what people want and then other projects are the full full whack from you know knocking through all the ground floor doing extension whatever is whatever they may want we'll sort of we can do the architectural drawings and the planning applications and um and everything sort of involved in that so it's kind of whatever comes our way yeah no that sounds amazing (laughs) i'm i'm literally doing every single room and doubling the size of the house so I, I will I, I will need inspiration by the end of it because it's, <laughs> it's been a struggle up till now and there's not a lot left in my tiny little brain anymore oh well what we often say as well is by getting involved quite early on in a project we can save clients money because people think oh I can't afford them to a designer but actually the advice we can give you and the planning we can help with often saves money in the end because you know we can help you choose the things that you need to at the right time and have the information ready for the contractor so they're from the beginning they're pricing a scheme that is as you want it and they're not going to come along to you halfway through the build and say oh no you didn't I didn't price for that that's more money that's more money um so sort of the the earlier we get involved the the better we can help you to kind of keep your project on budget as well yeah that's exactly the conversation I have with my clients as well actually they're if you get a surveyor involved at the initial stages of wanting to open your own business or wanting to expand and open more business premises, then a good surveyor will save you more than their fee. And that's, yeah, the, you absolutely. know, and largely that's for anybody who, who offers the kind of expertise in, in a service that actually we, you know, our fees swallowed up by the amount of money that we're saving you on other things. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, completely. So always worth it (laughs) oh yeah exactly and it gives you for me it's about giving my clients that confidence as well that they're when they're um when they've signed up to you know a a lease it's a legal agreement and and, yeah and it's not written in plain english and you know and it's, it's only idiots like me that that um read them every day and to have that confidence to know exactly what you're signing up to it just it is invaluable and i suppose the same for you when you meet a client and say and they say you know I want this and I want it to work for my family and everything like that and you take it and you say right you know I've got small kids I know exactly what you're talking about this this isn't gonna disintegrate as soon as you know little Freddie puts a chocolate handprint down exactly make it practical and and also um they're in, often we find clients are kind of intimidated by the idea of talking to contractors knowing what they should get charged for things so we can offer them that kind of front-facing experience of saying well okay well we'll do the meeting with them we'll take your design we'll we'll do the drawings we'll meet with contractors and we'll make sure that you're getting the prices that are correctly priced for the design you're going to get and you know we ask the right questions we sort of represent them if you like and then 
we go back to them and say, well, these are the prices. This is what you can, can afford to do. If you, if you want to reduce the budget, let's do this. And we'll sort of work with them to kind of constantly evolve the project to make sure it keeps sort of on target. And I think they like the fact that they're not then on their own and feeling like they might get ripped off by people and they don't know what questions to ask. So, um, yeah, so far, like, I think we're like a sounding board and kind of just, you know, we've become quite good friends with our clients half the time as well because you're spending so much time getting to know them and making their, you know, making sure their health reflects their personality. You feel like by the end of the project, you sort of really could, you know, you've become quite good friends with them. It's nice. Oh yeah, completely. I feel like that with about 90% of my clients that I could quite easily sit and have a, a glass of wine with them because it just becomes so intimate because they're, yeah. I'm there so that they can just get on with their business and not have to worry about that side of it. And for you yeah, to stay, exactly. they, they've got this idea and they want somebody to bring it to life. Totally. Oh, that's great. I love it. <laughs> I will be giving you a shout. Absolutely. <laughs> so I finish all the podcasts with Eight Mile Moment. Now, less so on this podcast, actually, but usually I, I, it, we talk a lot about how I don't care about what anyone thinks about me. I'm, I'm very, uh, not so much confident, but I just, you know, I've been blessed with not requiring not anyone care. else's. <laughs> exactly. Anyone else's say so, I'm okay with. And I love uh, Eminem and um, the Eight Mile, the movie Eight Mile. And he does all of his rap battles by saying uh, the worst things about him is why he's skinny, lives in a trailer, you know, about his mum, so that his opponent can't say bad things back to him. So, Jenny, what is your eight mile moment? What is the worst oh, things about the worst. Jenny? <laughs> the worst things. Oh, gosh, I don't know. You didn't give me much prep for this. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. I want to know the truth. Um worst things about me or the worst moment in my career would you say wow I think personal but if you've got a good career story then uh, you should be sharing it with us um oh. career wise I guess the like it's when you put yourself out completely out of your comfort zone so I I'd probably go back to the story of Cowes Park and the fact that I was literally a junior designer and they were like you're gonna run the spa and I had to go and meet Christopher Cowdery, the director of the Dorchester. And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't meet clients. You know, at that point, I was I didn't have the confidence. I couldn't believe I had to go and present directly to him. And so I'd say it's kind of that putting yourself in a completely like stressful but exciting place and going completely out of your comfort zone and how proud you feel afterwards and how you realize that actually you know you're there because your expertise and your skills are respected for what you do and yes he's the director of the Dorchester but actually he respected the fact that I was coming in and I was telling him the interior design which was my skills and expertise so I would probably say that was a my my interpretation of an eight mile moment <laughs> I think you're skirted over anything. I might be personal. stretching the <laughs> completely, but proud of you of you skirting around that completely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And if anyone else wants to be on the podcast, please do send an email to info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Okay, catch you next time. Bye. Thank you, Denise. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.